This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Parshas Vayera Tavshin Pei Beis. This week's Parsha we have Avram Avinu's final test, the tenth test by Kedas Yitzchak. We know that if it's the tenth test, it was harder than the previous nine. And that is to go and bring Yitzchak up as an Akeda. And the Pasuk says he's going, Vayikach, Vayashkin Avram Aboke, he gets up early in the morning, Vayachavosh Eschamoro, when he saddles his donkey, and he takes his two young lads with him. And Rashi says, Who are these two young Arav? Who are these two Narav? This is Yishmal and Eliezer. So Frank, the Valley Taisus, said, This is Yishmal and Eliezer. Yishmal, what is Yishmal doing here? After all, Yishmal was sent away more than 30 years ago. What's Yishmal doing here? And Taisus answers, He came to visit. He came to visit. Didn't Avram send him away? Didn't Avram say he's a bad Ashba on Yitzchak? Wasn't that the discussion he had with Sarah? Why is he back? And also you have to understand that if this was a test for Avram, to Kedas Yitzchak, that was more difficult than the previous nine, well, that means the ninth test was more difficult than the previous eight. What was the ninth test? Send away Yishmol. What happened? Sarah came and said that Yishmol is a bad influence on Yitzchak. Didn't Avram realize that? And of course Avram realized that. But Avram said, you know, if Yishmol stays, Yitzhak maybe won't be so great. But at least Yishmol will remain. If we send away Yishmol, Yitzhak will become very great. But we're going to lose Yishmol. And Hashem came and said, Avram, you have to listen to Sarah. Sarah is correct. You have to send him away. Even though this was a very difficult test to send away Yishmol, the test was to send away Yishmol from his house. The test was never to send away Yishmol from his heart. Because a test that's impossible to do, no one ever gets. And therefore, he was never told to send away Yishmol from his heart, but to send away Yishmol from his house. Indeed, explains the period of Eliezer, when he sent away Yishmol, he kept a very close connection to Yishmol. He would go visit him. Pirkei of Eliezer recounts that Avram once came to visit Yishmol, and he comes to his house in Paran, and Yishmol's not there. He meets his wife and he says, where's Yishmol? He says, oh, he went out to, uh, to pick some fruit. He says, okay, uh, can I have some uh, drink and something to eat? And she says, no, we have nothing here for you. He says, okay, please tell your son that an old man from Canaan came and said that there's something wrong with his door. He needs to fix it. When she came home, Yishmol, when, he, when Yishmol came home, she told him. And he understood it was his father that he needs to fix his ways. Another time, says Pichir of Eliezer, Avram came to visit Yishmol, and again he says, where is he? He says, oh, he's out with the camels. So he says, okay, do me a favor, you have anything I can eat or drink? And she goes, sure. She gives him some food and some drink. And when he finishes, he tells her, tell your son that an old man from Canaan was here, and that your doorway is good, and you should continue. And he understood his father was happy with him. This is why, later on, he was able to come visit his father, because he kept that connection. Because he was never told to send out Yishmol from his heart, only from his house. But the connection, a father, a parent, always keeps that connection with the child. Many years ago, there was a fellow, a big tzaddik, in Tel Aviv. His name was Rav Bedan. Rav Bedan was the head of the bigger Chaim in Tel Aviv. And he would, of course, go around and visiting people and see what they need. At one time, as he was finishing his rounds in the hospital, 
A nurse came over to her and said, Kvod there's an elderly man on the next floor, on the upper floor. He's really not doing well. Maybe you can go visit him. Sure. He goes upstairs to visit him and he sees Taka the fellow. He's lying on the bed. His breathing is very difficult. It's laborious. And he doesn't have much time left. And he looks around. He sees there's a worn out tillum next to him. He starts to speak to him. And he says, Rabid, is there someone I should call to come with you? He says, no. He says, maybe a family member. He goes, I have no family. All I have is the Rabbeinu Shalom and my Tehillim. He says, you have no family. He says, I tell you, I have one son, my Davidal. He says, no, should I call him? He says, nah. He says, why shouldn't I call him? He says, you know, he says, Rabbi, my wife and I, we were married for many, many years. We didn't have children. And then finally, we were blessed with a child, our David, our Davidal. He was such a beautiful child, so kind, so nice. He did everything so beautifully, and he learned so nice. And then, he says how his wife got cancer. And it got so bad, he had to leave Eretz Yisrael. He had to go to America for treatment. She had to go to America for treatment. And he says he had to go back and forth, trying to be with his son and with his wife. And his wife and his son, they would speak very often over the phone. And each time he'd say, Mommy, when are you coming home? And she would say, I'm coming home soon. And then he would say, Mommy, promise me you're going to come home. So he said, Davidal, I promise you. Matek, I'm going to come home, I promise you. And ultimately she came home, but it was for her own Levaya. For that moment and on, Davidal, his life was over in the way it used to be. And he changed. And he fell out of school, and he started to hang out with the wrong crowd. And the man says, I don't think I dealt with him properly. I really didn't know what to do. Ultimately, he left the house, and it got worse and worse. And he ended up marrying a non-Jew. Married a Gaita. And he has a few children with her. I tried calling him a few times. I tracked down his number. I tried calling him a few times, but he didn't want to speak to me. I haven't had any contact with him for years. So Rabadan said, you have his number? Give me his number. So the fellow gives him the number. He says, call him, call him. Maybe you can get through to him. And he calls. No answer. And he calls and he calls. After trying about seven, eight times in about ten minutes, Rabadan looks and says, please don't stop. Please, I want to speak to my son. And Rabadan kept on trying. And ultimately looks and he sees the man passed away. A few minutes later, Vidan reports himself and he tries again to call. And this time, the fellow picks up. At that time, the fellow living in L.A., he was in the store, in a jewelry store, buying some jewelry for his wife, for his non-Jewish wife, for their anniversary. And he picks up the phone and he says, yes. And the fellow says, is this David? This is David, who is this? He says, I'm with your father now in Tel Aviv. He goes, what? He says, I just want to tell you, father just passed away. There was silence on the phone. He says, my father just passed away? He goes, yes. So why are you calling me? I had nothing to do with my father. He said, I want you to know, all your father wanted was, was to speak to you. He wanted to speak to his Davidal. And again, it was quiet. He says, my father wanted to speak to me? He says, yes. In his dying moments, I asked if he wants to say Shema. I asked if he wants to say Vidai. And all he told me was, no, just keep trying to find, call my son. I want to speak to my Davidal. All he wanted to do was speak to you. I think you should come in for the funeral. And again, it was quiet for a moment. And David said, I'm taking the next flight. I'm going to come in. And sure enough, he came. Rabadan met him by the airport. And they went to the funeral. Right at the conclusion of the funeral, David, Davidal, stuck his hand in his pocket and 
he felt the jewelry that he bought for his Gaisha wife was still in his pocket. And he took it, and he threw it down in disgust. He turns to Rebidani and said, if I would have known how much my father wants to be with me, if I would have known how much my father wants to have a connection and a relationship with me, I wouldn't have needed all this. And he broke down crying once again. How important it is we learn from here, how a parent always has to make sure how their child loves them and the relationship he should have with them. And most importantly is to remember how much Avinu Shabbat Shemayim, our Father in Heaven, wants to have a beautiful and loving relationship with us. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.